Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nostrum Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I am solo today, and Austin will be rejoining us tomorrow. He's having some much-needed time off and has taken a few days with his family. So, guys, let's do this together today. Now, this has been an interesting weekend between the tornadoes and all the other things that have happened here. My deepest condolences to the families of the people that have been affected by the tornadoes or even killed by the tornadoes through the Midwest. And I just pray that we continue just to stand firm in our belief that, you know, we have a risen Savior. It's very, very important. We need to stand firm always in the Word of God. Now, I'm going to cover with you some stuff this morning, and this is so important because I learned a lot of stuff years ago. And I, I want you to understand that the stuff that I'm going to talk to you about right now about the supernatural is real. And we need to understand that. There's a verse in Ephesians, and I've read this many times in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. By the way, it also says in the Lord's Prayer, protect us from the evil one. That's who he's talking about. For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when that day of evil comes, which it's here now, friends, you'll be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Repeat that. Stand your ground. Stand firm then with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Guys, listen to me. This is that time. We've got to pray. I prayed for you this morning with Sharon, and I prayed for you. I prayed for the listeners. I prayed for the family. And it's important that we understand that we are in a spiritual battle. This witchcraft of this Kabbalah, of this Zohar, has become prevalent throughout the entire United States and the world. I've told you multiple times I've gone to restaurants, and I've spoken to waitresses, and they tell me that they're witches. And a lot of this stuff is coming from Blavosky and a lot of the other people in the dual society and a lot of crazy stuff that has happened over the last 150 years. I know people right now who say they've given up on Christianity, and I believe some of them have gone and moved into the realm of witchcraft. Now, let me say something to you. Don't do that. I mean, I can't be more blunt than that. Stay away from Ouija boards. Stay away from Wiccans. Stay away from witches. It's all based on Kabbalah. It's all based on Satanism. Very, very important that you all understand that. Listen to me, friends. You guys are my family. And you got to keep your kids as clean as you can. you got to keep your husbands, husbands and wives. You've got to get along. Ladies, when you start going through menopause... Go easy on your husbands, okay? They don't need to be in an argument with you every day. Husbands, when you start having your testosterone drop off, go easy on your on your wives, okay? They don't need to be in an argument with you all day long. Work together like a team. Continue to love one another and continue to keep your marriage strong because this group of entities that basically we talked about in Ephesians here and these other realms, they're empowering a lot of these people with the witchcraft 
I'm telling you that witchcraft is very real. But God's word is also very real. And God's word has authority over this. It's important that you don't open yourself up to this. I'm going to just meddle for a second. Listen to me. There's certain people you're hanging out with, certain places you're going, certain things you're saying that are really causing a really big problem in your lives because you're opening doors to demonic influence. Be respectful of your parents. I know your parents weren't perfect. I got that. But I got a newsflash for you. Neither were you. Just thought I'd mention that. Don't get mad. I know I've got a brother. He's like 80-something years old now. He's still angry at my dad. You know, it's just so disrespectful. And his life is so filled with bitterness and anger and hatred and resentment. Don't do that. You, when you were born, you did not come with an instruction manual. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. And, you know, it's difficult to raise children. I've raised four of them. And I've learned that I didn't do everything perfect. Learn to apologize to your children when you mess up. Learn that. Teach them that. Now, some kids don't get that. You can apologize to them all you want, and they're not going to listen to you. And they're not going to apologize back when they screw up. And because they feel for some reason that you're obligated to raise them past the age of 18, and they're obligated to live with you and continue to get support from you all the days of their life, that ain't true either. You know, I heard an old Baptist preacher say one time, Every pot sits on its own bottom. All of us are responsible for our own salvation, period. Paul even says with fear and trembling. And why is that? Because we need to learn how to walk circumspectly with the Most High God. Don't disrespect your parents, children. And parents, be as kind as you possibly can to your children. But in the event that they decide they want to go sideways on you, you can't pretend like they're not going sideways. You've got to address it with them if they're willing to talk to you about it and not lie about it. You've got to make sure that they understand there's certain things if they do, there's going to be consequences. I remember years ago, I went to a crime scene. It was a death scene of a young man who was 36 years old who had died of a heroin overdose. And his father basically had continued to give him money since he was like, you know, 18 years old. And I remember I spoke with the investigator and he goes, he said to me and Sharon, we were in our SUV and he sat in the front seat with us and he, and the body had already been removed. And he looked at me and he, he looked at Sharon and I said, I don't understand any of this. He goes, this young man was well fed. He was well clothed. He was well groomed. He wasn't living under a bridge. He wasn't financially destitute. I've got to ask you a question. He's been a lifelong heroin addict. His entire body is covered with needle tracks. Who enabled this behavior? Who was the enabler? And I looked at the investigator, and I kind of shook my head, and I said, well, that would have been his father. His father did this. His father continued to give him money since he was a teenager and all the way through college that he claimed to have graduated from that he never did. And just on and on and on, he just continued to lie and lie and lie until finally he died of a heroin overdose. And his father was so deluded that when I received the autopsy results, I emailed them to his father. And it said that he was covered in needle tracks, plus a lot of other things I won't go into on the show today. And the father said, I don't believe any of this. I believe that somebody injected him with heroin. I believe they killed him. I believe my son was murdered, and I want a murder investigation. 
another junkie dies on heroin highway on Colonial Drive in Orlando. And this father wants to believe and continues to believe to this day, six, seven, eight years later, that this young man was murdered who had been a lifelong drug abuser. Guys, listen to me. It doesn't matter if it's drugs. It doesn't matter if it's alcohol. It doesn't matter if it's prescription pills. It doesn't matter. A lot of people get addicted to a lot of stuff at a very young age. It's important that we address those issues and we try to get them help the best we can. You know, get them into a program that's designed to help them get off the drugs, make them realize they don't have to be drug or alcohol dependent. A lot of people, their lives have had a lot of traumatic events. And what they want to do is they want to go in and basically self-medicate. Or a lot of these traumatic events are self-contrived. You know, your parents didn't say they loved you enough. Your parents didn't hold you enough. Your parents didn't take you on a walk enough. Your parents didn't buy you a dog. It doesn't make any difference. Pick a thing. Or you just hung out with the wrong people and they started doing drugs and you started doing drugs. Regardless of any of that, sometimes we have to intervene. And sometimes if it gets bad enough, we've got to realize when we've got to step away. Remember the old Kenny Rogers song, the old gambler? You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. And you got to know when to walk away and run. Yeah. Sometimes you got to just step away from relationships. Sometimes it's just time to say goodbye and let these people figure it out on their own. Well, I've done enough meddling now. Let's get to some of the news. And I want to talk first about what's happening in Florida and what a friend of mine named Terrence and I discovered just the other day. You know, Daron DeSantis right now, He's announcing actions against Biden's reckless border policies. Now, I'm going to say something else about this. This is not Biden's reckless border policies. Biden's being told what to do. Donald Trump had the same reckless border policies. Donald Trump tried for four years, and I'll give him credit for this, to put up a border wall. He got part of it up. Biden tore part of it down. Okay, The globalists, the New World Order, Klaus Schwab, the, international, the Bank of International Settlements, all of these groups of people that run the planet, which I'm going to talk to in a little bit more detail today, are involved in this. They're running the United States of America because they control both houses of Congress. They do. Through the Mossad, through Jeffrey Epstein, through this Jelaine Maxwell, through bribing and blackmail of many, many politicians over the years, including many other operatives from the CIA, the NSA, you know, the, the, the British Secret Service, MI6 and all of the different groups around the world that continue to ensnare people and bring them in. But Ron DeSantis has announced actions against the Biden's reckless border policies. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Friday announced a series of actions the state plans to take against President Biden's reckless border policies, barring contractors assisting ferreting illegal immigrants from doing business in Florida, requiring private prop companies involved in the facilitating of illegal immigration to pay the state restitution for each person they are facilitating and cutting state ties with facilities housing illegal immigrants. DeSantis made this announcement during this slow down. DeSantis made this announcement during a press conference in Jacksonville, Florida, noting that the country is dealing with the fallout from the reckless border policies of the Biden administration. I'm adding the Trump administration and the Obama administration and, and, and the Bush administration. This has been going on for many years. And that the Sunshine State sent support to Texas five months ago because of the crisis on the southern border. Roughly 200,000 people illegally enter the country every month. It's about 2.5 million per year, DeSantis said, explaining that many of these people who bore poured in said their ultimate destination was the state of Florida. Why are they, why are they doing that? 
a lot of them want to be here because of the climate, because they're from Central and South America, and it's very hot. Florida's the hottest state in the country as far as with humidity, et cetera, which is more like the countries they've come from, and they want to be able to be in those types of environments. In addition to that, a lot of them are being pushed by the Democrats, who are the socialists, who are the communists, who are basically wanting to make Florida a democratic, socialist, communist state to come here. It's obviously affecting us, DeSantis says. We could tell off the bat, but what would happen was they would identify, and they would have someone coming in illegally, turn them over to the feds, and the feds would just put them on an airplane somewhere or put them on a bus in the different areas of the country, he explained, noting this is happening in Jacksonville, Florida, also Daytona Beach, Florida, also Orlando, Florida, also Auburndale, Florida, where I live. As the Biden administration shipped illegal immigrants in the wee hours of the morning with no advance notice to the state. He added this ended up tragically as a 24-year-old posed as a minor and ultimately committed murder. If the border had been more secure and the policies weren't so reckless, that would have not happened. And we see this time and time again, he noted, adding that the cartels are just eating our lunch. Florida files suit against Biden. Now, the cartels are the human trafficking cartels that are bringing these people in for huge amounts of money because it's cheaper than trying to raise heroin or, you know, or, or opiates or cocaine or pot. Florida filed, and it's more profitable, too, than those. Florida filed suit against Biden several months ago, challenging the catch and release policies. And while he said the case is still pending, he said they are seeing movement. However, he said more must be done. I'm posting this article from Breitbart on the Health Masters website so that you guys can read it. But I want to continue with this right now. What we've also found that was happening right now in, the, in our area is that we have entire subdivisions going in now that we have just found that are coming in and only being used for rental units. Now, you say, what the heck does that even mean? Remember what Klaus Schwab said. He said that we have by 2030 that we will own nothing and we will be happy there's a place here in central florida it's right here in auburndale it's right here it's like right down the street it's called erickson park park and here's the article in the website i'm going to go ahead and post this on the health masters news site you think well why are you going into such detail on what's happening in your hometown guys it's not just my hometown it's probably your hometown too unless you have a democratically controlled state all of the conservative states are being overrun by communist infiltration that was developed through Operation Condor in South America. And this is what we see happening right now. Here's Erickson Park. Discover a life well lived at Erickson Park where every home is thoughtfully designed, surrounded by lakefront views and lush landscaping. Our brand new rental community is coming late this fall and will offer a collection of three, four, and five bedroom smart homes in Auburndale, for all of the Latinos that are coming in illegally across the border, I added that last sentence. Enjoy the worry-free perks of renting from the comfort of your luxury single-family home. Remember, these guys are getting huge subsidies and money, huge subsidies and money coming across the border, given to them, allowing them to rent these luxury homes. Here's another article. New York is shipping its – by the way, this is – Jamie sent me this this morning. I want to thank her for that. New York is shipping its homeless to squalid housing out of state, Neward lawsuit, lawsuit says. A New York City program curses homeless residents to move out of the state apartments that are frequently dilapidated, uninhabitable officials of Newark alleged in a lawsuit filed on Monday, and they're shipping them to other states around the country. Now, 
let me tell you what happened with me and Terrence. We had the big party here at the house, my Christmas party, our, our Christmas party for me and Sharon and, you know, and a few of our, our friends here. And uh, a few folks stayed here and spent the night. It was really nice. We had a, we've got a couple extra beds here. And by the way, I want to thank everybody for coming. It was probably one of the most wonderful events I've ever attended. And it's not because it was mine. My confirmation of the people basically said this is a maskless, vaccineless party. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to be vaccinated. And if you have a concealed weapons carry permit, you are welcome to conceal carry a weapon to the party. Yes, it said that. So I want you guys to know what kind of people were here. Pretty much everybody here was armed, and I was happy to see it. Now, here's what happened on Sunday morning. Terrence came out. He wanted to talk. He was he had talked to me about what had happened as a subdivision across the street from us. So we hopped on a four by four and we drove over. We had a little Honda four by four, and uh, we drove over and we went to the subdivision across the street. There was a really nice black gentleman. He's probably 28, 30 years old. He was using and working on a sewage truck that was pumping some clogged lines that apparently were going into the retention ponds. And uh, we drove up to him. And we said to him, we said, have you noticed? And I'm paraphrasing what happened because I didn't record it. And he said, I said, have you noticed this subdivision is almost all Latino? And he goes, it is all Latino, all of it, 100%. I said, oh. I said, you notice that nobody speaks English. He goes, nobody here speaks English. It's very frustrating having to work here because nobody speaks English. And then I said, how are they qualifying for this? He goes, well, I think the government is giving the money to come in. And I said, oh, I said, how do you feel about that? And he goes, these are really nice homes. I worked my whole life and I can't afford to live here. And I'm pretty ticked off about it. I said, oh, how about that? And now the other one, the Erickson Park that I talked about just a second ago, this, this luxury apartment place. It is all Latino. They're bringing them in to Grady Judd's County by the bus load, by the truck load, by the plane load. Now, I had Sharon. Sharon, if you have a Instagram account with S.D. Brower, she is going to post and has hopefully has already posted just a snapshot of the southeast with the literally hundreds of airports that are available that most of you don't know about. There are airports literally in every small community. If they're not asphalt runways, they're grass strips. And planes like DC-3s can come in on a 3,000-foot runway with a pretty heavy payload and dump off a bunch of people. They can then be put in buses and taken into these houses, the housing across the street. Pretty much every single home, and they have built hundreds this year. This year, hundreds, is already occupied by a Hispanic Latino family. Now, let me say something to you. I have no problems with Latinos or Hispanics. Most of them are Catholics or Christians. They know who God is and they know who Jesus is. I don't have a problem with that. But when they come across the border and they bring in their Marxist rhetoric, their satanic liberal rhetoric, which many of them have because they were raised in those communist-type socialistic countries, I have a problem with that. If they're a Latino patriot and they want to come into the United States by legal means and they want to leave their country – it's like Venezuela turned into a hellhole, and they want to come here. My hat is off to them. I respect them. I think it's great because my mother was an immigrant from Germany after World War II. I massively and totally respect immigration from every country in the world if it's done legally. And I don't care if you're Hispanic, Latino, German, Russian, Chinese, pink, purple, or brown. As long as you're not, how should I say, 
and a maphrodite, I don't care for those people coming over, or somebody who basically is a Kabbalist or a Luciferian or, or a witch. I don't really want them over here. But everybody else, as far as I'm concerned, is welcome. They really are. I don't even care if they're a Hindu or Buddhist. Doesn't make a difference to me. Or Jewish. Doesn't make a difference to me. If you're a, if you're a conservative patriot, who cares? Come into the big melting pot. Help us figure things out over here. Because what we have right now is a giant melting pot that is being orchestrated and run through Klaus Schwab. The Masonic bankers, the Masonic lackeys, Benai de Brith. I'm going to talk about that right now. This, this, this archbishop that we have, that's such a pain in the butt of the, uh, uh, of the New World Order. He wrote a really, really, really good article. And he basically said that we are basically being run by this satanic group of Masonic leaders. His name is Dejano. And I'm going to read you part of this because this is really important. I read it this morning, and I was amazed at his accuracy. He says, considerations on the Great Reset and the New World Order. And he quotes David Spangler, the director of the United Nations Planetary Initiative Project, Reflections on the Christ Feinhorn, 1978, references it. Here's what he says. This is what Spangler said, quote, no one will be part of the new world order unless he carries out an act of worship to Lucifer. No one will enter the new age unless he receives Luciferian initiation, end quote. That's the group who's running the planet. And whether you want to believe that or not, it's entirely up to you. I'm just telling you who runs the planet. And he goes on to say, the pandemic emergency has made particularly evident the contra- and contradictions and the ideologicalities of measures nominally intended to limit the contagion, lockdowns, curfews, closures of commercial activities, limitations of public services and classes, suspensions of citizen rights, but which are disavowed daily by conflicting voices, by clear evidence of ineffectiveness, by contradictions of the part of the same health authorities. There is no need to list the measures that are almost all governments of the world have taken without achieving the promised results. If we limit ourselves to the presumed advantages that the experimental gene serum should have brought to the community above all immunity to the virus and renewed freedom of movement, we discover that an Oxford University published study in the Lancet stated that the viral load of those vaccinated with a double dose is 251 times greater than the first range of the virus. In other words, you're going to die. Despite the proclamations of world leaders, starting with the Italian Prime Minister Draghi, according to whom whoever gets vaccinated lives and whoever does not gets the vaccine dies, it's the exact opposite. That's a lie. The side effect of the gene serum covered in skies or deliberately not registered by the national health authorities seem to confirm that the danger of taking the vaccine and distributing unknown for the health citizens will be an issue that we will soon have to face. Now, listen to me for a second. He goes into detail with this. This is a very, very, very long article. Now, I'm not going to basically go into, into detail with this simply because it would take the rest of the show to read it. But I want all of you to basically read this and understand what's going on and how they're doing it. Now, here's what he's saying. He also says, the deep state and the deep church. Remember, I've talked to you guys multiple times about how the Catholic Church and the Protestant Church were infiltrated in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s with Masonic leaders and basically hierarchy Masonic leaders. He's talking 20, 20, 30, 31, 33 degree Masonic leaders coming in and becoming deacons and elders of the churches. This has happened throughout the United States. Tens of thousands of pastors, particularly in the Baptist community, 
are members of the Masonic lodges. I have to single that out because the Baptists have also basically are now have voted to promote critical race theory in their meetings with the Southern Baptist Convention. It's because the Baptist community itself as a community as a whole with its leadership has been completely and totally overrun by Lucifer. I'm letting you guys know that, and I am a Baptist. And the same thing has happened in the Catholic Church and all Protestant churches, particularly the churches that are actually going in now and putting gay priests and gay pastors and lesbian pastors, you know, into the pulpit. And you see this, and this is because of the Masonic influence, because the the Masons and this group of Kabbalists are linked at the hip through the Zohar. Now, let's go ahead and read what he says. Now, in the face of a criminal plan, it would, would at least be logical to denounce it and made it known in order to be able to then avert it. We could start with the heads of government, with cabinet members, elected officials, and then continue with the virologists and the corrupt doctors, the complicit officials, and the leaders of the armed forces incapable of opposing the violation of the Constitution. That Remember, Barack Obama purged all the patriots, and Trump purged a bunch, the sold-out journalists, the cowardly judges, and the bad unions. And that long list will perhaps be drawn up to one day the leaders of the Catholic Church should also be listed. Remember, he's a Catholic, and he's listing with this. And he says, starting with Bergoglio and not a few of the bishops who have become zealous executioners and executors of the will of the prince against – this is this is Satan – against the mandate received from Christ. In other words, the church has been infiltrated and is being basically run by the Satan and the Antichrist. He goes, this war whose outcomes have been decided – with the inexorable defeat of Satan and the Antichrist and the overwhelming victory of the, is, is now approaching its conclusion. This is why the forces of darkness are so wild at present, so impatient to cancel the name of our Lord from the earth, to not only destroy his tangible presence in our cities by tearing down the churches, demolishing crosses, and suppressing Christian holidays, but also by eliminating memory, canceling Christian civilization, adulterating his teaching, and debasing its worship. In order to do this, the presence of a faithful and courageous hierarchy ready to suffer martyrdom in order to defend Christian faith and moral teaching is certainly an obstacle. This is why from the very initial phase of the globalist plan, this is the Kabbalist plan, it was essential to corrupt the hierarchy in the morals and the doctrine and to infiltrate it with the fifth columns of sleeper cells to deprive it of supernatural yearning and to make it vulnerable to blackmail thanks to financial and sexual scandals. He's telling you the exact truth of who these people are, why they're doing it, and how they have infiltrated his own church. And he is a real thorn, by the way, in the Catholic Church. He really, really, really is. He goes on to say, there have been manifold examples of interference by the deep state in the life of the church. We cannot forget the emails of John Podesta and Hillary Clinton, which show the intention to oust Benedict the 16th from the papacy and so to initiate a new springtime of the church that would be progressive and globalist which later came about with the resignation of benedict and the election of the argentine the current pope nor can we overlook the interference of the entities and the institutions that are anything but close to religion such as benai the birth this is the jewish masonic lodges he's straight calling them out in dictating the direction of the renewal of the church after Vatican II and most all under the current pope. Finally, we should remember on the one hand, 
the, the disdainful refusals to grant audience to conservative political and institutional personalities, and on the other hand, the passionate, smiling encounters of the leaders of the left and progressivism. He is hammering the Pope in this article. And then he goes on to talk about the Luciferian matrix of the New World Order. At this point, it is necessary to clarify what is meant by the New World Order. It is also true that the aspiring principles of the project are not always disclosed. Okay? The purpose of this green passport is to accustom us to be tracked. And still another to say this total control of the mark of the beast, which the book of the apocalypse of John of Revelation talks about in Revelations 3, 13, 16 through 18 verses. If the reader will forgive me if I... In order to demonstrate my argument, I must resort to using quotations of such gravity and wickedness that they arouse bewilderment and horror. Now, then he goes on to mention Albert Pike, Helen Bavlasky, and, Hel and Alice Bailey, and how they were allowed to be part of this group. And he goes, Albert Pike, a friend of Mazzini and a fellow Freemason. Now he's slamming the Masons along with Benindi Brith. It's always the Masonic Lodges working together with the Zionists working together with the Council of 300, working together with the Bilderberger Group, working together with the Bohemian Grove attendees that are doing all of this stuff, along with the oligarchies of the bloodline families in the investment houses of BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Albert Pike, a friend of Mazzini and a fellow Freemason, gave an address in 1889 in France to the highest levels of Freemasonry, which was then reprinted on January the 19th, 1935, by the English journal The Freemason, and Pike declared that one we must say to the crowd is we worship a god, but it is the god one adores without superstition. The Masonic religion ought to be maintained in the purity of the Luciferian doctrine by all of us who are initiates of the highest degrees. You hear that? He goes, yes, Lucifer is God. For, this is what he believes. It's a complete lie. For the eternal law is that there is no light without shade. And then he says we will promote the true and pure philosophical religion is the belief of Lucifer. Wait a minute. This is what he said. This is what we have to understand. Now, then he goes on to say the profession of faith in the divinity of Satan is not only an admission of who the great architect of Freemasonry really is, but also a blasphemous political project that passes through the ecumenicism of Vatican II, whose first fear was, was Freemasonry. The Christian, the Jew, the Muslim, the Buddhist, the follower of Confucius can unite as brothers and join together in prayer to the only God who's above all their gods, quote, Albert Pike. This is all ecumenical movements to bring together a new world order under a one world government under Lucifer. They're telling you what they're doing right here. They want to run it through Israel, non-extradition country. They want to run it through the Supreme Court of Israel. And they want to tell you that if you worship Jesus Christ, that you are a heretic and a blasphemer and you are idolatrous. And they want to take you out back and put you to the guillotine. This is what the group is. Now, we can pretend like it's not this group. We can pretend like it's somebody else, but this is who it is. They hate Jews. They hate Muslims. They hate everybody. They are the synagogue of Satan. They are the ones that are running the show. They are the Kabbalists whose God is a hermaphrodite. That's why they're pushing this to everybody, and we've got to understand this, and we've got to look at who these guys are. I want you guys all to read this entire article. Remember, remember that and he quotes that music by John Lennon. Remember that? He goes, imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, only above a sky. 
Imagine all the people living for today. Imagine there are no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. No religion to. You remember the rest of that song. And this is like the manifesto of the Masonic world, and it can be considered the hymn of globalism and the new universal religion. It is no coincidence it was used as a theme song for the 2012 Olympic Games in London and more recently for those in Tokyo. A soul that is not led astray can only feel horror at these blasphemous words. The same is true for the words of Lennon's no less bastard song, God, from 1970. Now, John Lennon may have had an epiphany. He may have realized that what he had done was wrong, and he may have decided he was going to come out and start talking about it because he started crawfishing on these guys. And guess what? He got shot in New York City. Because he was assassinated. Because anytime these guys start waking up and they start realizing that they don't need to do this anymore or live like this anymore, guess what? They end up basically being taken out. And we need to understand that. And he goes on to say, "It is this is from Alice Bailey, who founded the Lucifer Publishing Company, which is now known as Lucis Publishing Company, closely associated to Lucis Trust, formerly the Lucifer Trust. And it's recognized by the NGO, by the United Nations. And if we add to this heap of internal ramblings of the words of David Spangler, the director of the Planetary Initiative Project, we realize how terrible this threat is. I'm going to quote him again. No one will be part of the New World Order unless he carries out an act of worship to Lucifer. No one will enter the New Age unless he receives the Luciferian initiation. They believe that Satan is the god of our planet and he is running it. Now, we must admit, okay, as Christians... That Satan is running the world right now, the Prince of Darkness is. But he doesn't understand, apparently, because he's, I guess he hasn't figured it out yet, that the cross eliminated all of that. That we have Jesus, and he is the author, and he is the effective perfecter, and he is the finisher of our faith. But we are still dealing with these fights and these skirmishes of these guys who don't want to believe and know the truth of what's fixing to happen in the book of Revelations to them, that they need to leave and leave us alone and let Christianity reign. According to this article, they want to destroy the, the vast change that the planet has had in the past 2,000 years under Christ and destroy all Christian civilization. How many times have I told you this? How many times have I told you they want to take us back to the old world order? Now, he doesn't use that term. I kind of coined that term, but that's exactly what it is. They want us back under this Luciferian doctrine. So if we understand this and we understand what they're doing, it makes more sense. He goes on to say, today we have now seen the teaching methods theorized by Mueller and the world core curriculum and have been adopted by all nations, including the LGBT ideology, gender theory, which is all part of the hermaphroditic indoctrination. And this is confirmed by the former director of WHO, Dr. Brock Chislam, explaining what the United Nations educational policy would like to achieve in order to – this is a quote. In order to achieve a world government, it is necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism, the fidelity to family traditions, national patriotism, and religious dogmas. Behold, once again, these links are not only to Klaus Schwab, but also to Robert Mueller, Alice Bailey, and a host of other globalists, always a globalist key and under the Luciferian thought. This is what they are doing, and they are continuing to do it. And he says, Matthew 6.24 here, he says, It is not possible to come to terms with the enemy, nor is it possible to serve two masters. The words of our Lord must be engraved in our minds. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters, Matthew 12.30. Hoping to build a world government 
which the divine kingdom of Jesus Christ is outlawed, is insane and blasphemous, and no one who has such a plan will ever succeed. Where Christ reigns, peace, harmony, and justice reign. Where Christ does not reign, Satan is a tyrant. Let us consider this well. Whenever we have to choose whether to make agreements with the adversary in the name of false, peaceful coexistence. Guys, listen to me. I'll let you finish this article yourself. But we're in a situation now where we're being sifted as wheat. You know, Donald Trump now is doing these giant rallies all over the country. He's not selling them out because he's charging up to $1,000 for seats. But him and Bill Riley are basically all over the country promoting the fact that he's the great answer. Both Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly touted – this is from Newsweek – touted huge crowds ahead of their history tour. Massive crowd headed to Florida Live. See you in Sunrise, Florida. Tomorrow in Orlando, the former president said, huge crowds. Listen, he is not our savior. The people have gotten completely and totally confused. They have not seen what he did. He told the Food and Drug Administration – when they were trying to approve Operation Warp Speed, that if it was not approved that day, he was going to get rid of the FDA head, fire him, and get rid of him, and put somebody else into the FDA to get it approved. The FDA is now asking for 75 years to release the documentation proving that this vaccine is a toxic injection of filth and garbage and poison that is destroying the population that it is injected into. They don't want to have any of them alive when this thing is released to the public in 75 years. But it'll be just like the Warren Commission's report and just like the Kennedy Papers that were basically sealed for national security. Even in 75 years, they will not be released, even if the United States is still a country at that time, which I don't think it will be. I think it'll be basically another vassal state of the new world order. You know, guys, this is so important that we all stand right now and stand firmly about this, because if we don't, it's going to just keep getting worse and worse and worse. Now, a good news here for people in Florida. Finally, for the very first time, the Florida Surgeon General. This is amazing. Dr. Joseph Ladot, L-A-D-P-O, Ladapo, was appointed Florida Surgeon General, the Secretary of the Florida Department of Health by Governor Ron DeSantis a few months ago. He has issued a statewide public service announcement in support of common-sense COVID prevention strategies, such as optimizing your vitamin D. Imagine that, staying active, eating nutrient-dense foods, and boosting your immune system with C, quercetin, and zinc. Somebody finally is making sense in the state government? I'm amazed. Florida Health even highlights emerging treatments and basically other options as far as rather than vaccine. Importantly, Florida Health now states that physicians should use your clinical judgment when recommending treatment options for patients, individuals, care needs. Now, despite publishing a scientific review on vitamin D for COVID and the peer-reviewed journal Nutrients, and the paper being second most downloaded article, basically the people that have posted these articles have been vilified and targeted by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The evidence for vitamin D against COVID satisfies Hill's criteria for causality in a biological systems, and dozens of studies have demonstrated that vitamin D helps reduce all risk associated with COVID. Let me explain to you that one more time and how that works. I did it last week. Stay with me. I know I'm going to be redundant right now if you heard the show last week. You have a specialized white blood cell called a, called a macrophage. 
this macrophage basically ends up having two sugar molecules attached to it that attach also to vitamin D3. Without the D, the macrophage cannot be activated. Without the activation of the macrophages, cancer and COVID and no other viral load can be suppressed in the body. This is why vitamin D is absolutely critical with this. You know, and more and more studies are showing that when, when you, when you have white blood cells that are basically being destroyed and basically not being allowed to be used, what ends up happening is you end up in a situation where your immune system is completely and totally compromised. Here's another article, Booster Syndrome. The jab lowers white blood cells more and more with each shot, turning vaccinated people into AIDS-like patients. Guys, how many times do we need to tell you this? There's an AIDS component and a doggone in, in, in another component of this kill shot that inhibits the immune system from functioning properly. And health, many health doctors with many patients are starting to realize that the analysis of the information gathered that the first two doses of the COVID vaccine and the booster shots at present we need to realize what happens to the white blood cells in the body when you do this. According to the analysis, the first COVID vaccination contains several toxic ingredients that are catastrophic to your cellular system. These toxins decrease the body's immune system capability to produce white blood cells. This is going to be the macrophages, guys. Reduces your white blood cell count by up to 50%. That's just the first injection. The human body creates another generation of white blood cells in about eight weeks. And then the doctor says this is why the second dose is about eight weeks after the first. This continues to cripple the white blood cell count again. And why it is still severely compromised, it reduces white blood cell creation by another 25%. With each vaccination, the saline ratio of the vaccine is decreased and the toxic ingredients are increased. That's why a 75% loss of white blood cell count and this is before any of the booster shots. The booster shots have over 80 strands of foreign bacteria and never encountered before by human blood cells. That's when the chronic inflammation sets in. In anyone with a predisposed health condition, the area of weakness will be exacerbated by the attack of foreign pathogens. Whether you have issues with your digestion, respiratory, cancer cells, skin conditions, those areas will become inflamed during this chronic inflammatory state with only 25% immune system capability. This will be catastrophic. The second booster, COVID, contains eight strands of HIV that completely shut off the body's ability to make white blood cells. All saline is removed from this particular booster shot to become lethal to the patient. Now, guys, I can't bet this, and the doctor that has written this information has, re- has decided to remain anonymous because he doesn't want to be prosecuted and persecuted. So here's the deal. The FDA, according to this doctor, is scheming right now to get every child in America vaccinated with these toxic gene-mutating COVID jabs, and Farmer claims that the boosters will provide additional protection, which is true because the spike protein injections cause immune destruction, (laughs) which leads to dependence on boosters. In other words, you're going to continually have to have booster shots to try to keep your immune system from basically allowing your body to be killed. It's another giant, giant ruse by the new world order to come in and destroy everybody look what's going on in austria right now austrians are begging for help now the unvaccinated in austria are facing one year in prison austrians are pleading for the world to help their rapidly emerging police state along with the australians 
the country's vaccine mandate law will take effect February the 1st, 2022. Unvaccinated people, including children as young as 14 years old, can be fined up to 2,000 euros, which is about $2,500 each time they are caught. In addition, the government can ticket the same individual several times a day. If you refuse to pay your fines, the offenders will be thrown into prison for unvaccinated people for up to one year. Unlike other prisoners, the public purse will not pay for individuals' incarceration. Instead, the inmate will have to bear the cost incurred for their prison stay. This is debtor's prison. The perpetrator also has to pay for his food and his prison cell. The Austrian government does not ask murderers, rapists, or pedophiles to pay the cost of their incarceration. However, they are now demanding prison payments of entirely innocent people have refused to take a kill shot. This is where the world is going. And guys, listen to me. If you don't want to believe any of this stuff, it's okay. I don't, I, I really don't mind if you don't believe it. But the reality is, is don't allow yourself to be led astray. Uh, the other day I was talking to somebody about something irrelevant. It doesn't matter, right? This is this point. And I said to the individual, I don't believe you. Now, I didn't say the person was lying because the person believed what they were saying. I just said, I don't believe you. It's, it's a perfect example. If someone says to you, the earth is flat and they believe it and you say, I don't believe you. You're not saying that person is lying to you. You just don't believe what they're saying. So what we have to understand is this. If we continue to just accept people for what they tell us and accept it as truth, these people that are basically the falshy talking, bobbling heads. I mean, think about it for a second. Donald Trump cowed down to Fauci. He just basically just, just took a seat. He allowed Fauci to do whatever Fauci wanted to do. How does Fauci have this much power over the United States of America and other countries in the world? That power was given to him by Lucifer, as far as I'm concerned, by this new world order of Satan-worshipping weirdos. And they run the planet. And if you don't believe that the United States has been basically taken over by a hostile force because of the blackmail that's been done to our Senate and how it's destroyed the branches of government, we no longer have the ability to go in now and have a free government by we the people is by the compromised Masonic lackeys and weirdos and the people that have been blackmailed. If you don't realize that, then you're not paying attention. That's where we are right now with this new world order. This is tyranny. There's nothing less, nothing short than tyranny. Look at Julian Assange. Julian Assange tells the truth on WikiLeaks. He released the Podesta emails. He basically got Donald Trump elected. But Donald Trump refused to pardon him. Now they've apparently won the battle to get him basically taken to the United States because now they've agreed not to put him into a supermax prison, which is unbelievable that those things even exist. But he also suffered a stroke in the UK prison while he was waiting from all of the stress of all this. So we've got to ask ourselves a question. You know, when is enough enough? When are you going to start realizing that you're more likely to die from the shot than from the COVID itself. Dr. Peter McCullough, he's an internist and he's a cardiologist and he's an epidemiologist and he's a full professor of medicine at Texas A&M College of Medicine in Texas, in Dallas. He says that the COVID vaccines are very dangerous and more people are dying from the injections rather than from the illness diagnosis COVID. Dr. McCullough said that the Americans stopped taking COVID vaccines in April and many COVID injection linked deaths were reported 
when he contends that Americans failed to meet Joe Biden's target. It's not Joe Biden's target. It's the cabalists that run the world. Tell Joe Biden what to say. This man's a buffoon. He can't even read a teleprompter. He have reached his target of 70% vaccination rate. He said that people are walking off the job rather than risking their lives by taking COVID shots. And my kudos to you guys who have done that. According to a September 21st analysis, the COVID shots have killed five times more seniors, 65 and plus, than the infection. And younger people and children, the risk associated with the COVID shot compared to the risk of COVID-19 is bound to be even more pronounced. 50% of reported deaths after COVID-19 vaccination occur within 24 hours. But the Food and Drug Administration doesn't continue to be in debt, doesn't consider you to be vaccinated for two weeks. I'm repeat that. 50%, so you don't go down as a vaccinated death with these guys. 50% of reported deaths after COVID-19 vaccination occur, occur within 24 hours. That's how lethal this is. 80% occur within the first week. We have repeated, we have purposely repeated that the CDC counts. Listen, people as unvaccinated, if they have received one dose of the COVID injection, it's been less than two weeks, so they receive their second jab. That means these people aren't going down as victims. Data show higher vaccination rates do not translate to covered, lowered COVID-19 cases. But, so we've got to understand this is what's happening all over the world. And it's happening all over the United States. And if we don't pay attention to this, you know, we're going to become like several of these victims. Victoria White, who was a January 6th police beating victim, speaks. By the way, the police in Capitol Hill beat someone to death, and we're finding that out now. Victoria White, a 39-year-old mother of four, recounted how at least two D.C. metropolitan scum police officers viciously attacked her with metal rods inside a tunnel on the lower west terrace of the Capitol building on January the 6th. Fierce battles between police and protesters took place inside of that tunnel outside of public view. These tunnels lead to a set of doors that allows access to the Capitol. Cops cladded in full riot gear had filled the tunnel with gas, causing victims to vomit and to pass out, and other people were being crushed. This is the location where Trump supporter Roseanne Boyland can be seen on video being beaten by the police officer just before she died. We hadn't even told, been told about Roseanne Boylan being beaten to death by the police officers. White's attorney, Joseph McBride, is petitioning the court to remove the protective order on the surveillance footage recorded by the security cameras inside the tunnel so the American people can see what happened inside of the tunnel on January the 6th. The footage allegedly shows officers beating White. The press coalition representing 16 major newspapers has joined McBride's request to make this three-hour video public. Guys, is this the United States of America where people are beaten to death in tunnels and gassed because they're trying to enter their Capitol building? Is this what we've degraded to now in the United States that the police are willing to accept these orders? I told you years ago we had come in from a uh, flight. I think it was out of it was out of Europe. I think it was out of London, and it got in late into uh, Chicago, and we got into Chicago about eight o'clock, and we were supposed to get on an airplane to fly from Chicago back down to Orlando. It was the last flight of the night, and the plane was running late, and the international flight was on the other side of Chicago. If you know how big Chicago Airport is, it's a nightmare. And I remember we ran. It was me, Sharon, and Austin, and about ten people were on this flight. 
and we were all going to be on that same flight to Orlando, the last plane leaving for the evening. And I'll never forget, we ran to the gate. I got there on time. They were closing the door. Sharon and Austin were literally 150 feet behind me. And I said, wait, wait, wait. My, my family and my little boys right here. And they said, you're either getting on the plane or you're leaving your family, but you're not doing both. And you're getting on the plane and staying with your family, but you're not going to do both. We're not going to wait for another 10 seconds. I said, but please, please, please. And they slammed the door in my face. The plane sat on the tarmac on the jet bridge for 20 minutes and they refused to open the door again by then all 10 of us from that airplane were there waving and trying to get in finally i walked over and i started complaining we opened the door and they called security on me they called security on me and i was this was before 9-11 and i mean i was pitching a fit i was mad because the next flight out was not going to be until we got we weren't going to get to orlando until 3 a.m we had a nanny there with the younger kids waiting for us at the airport and i didn't want to have to deal with all of that so finally, they call security on me. The guy says, step into the hallway, step into the stairwell. I will talk to you about this. All he wanted to do was stun me, drag me down the stairs and arrest me. And I looked at him and I said, whatever you think you need to do to me, you do to me in front of all these witnesses. The plane's still sitting there and we're all standing here and we don't have a way to get home. Yeah, that happened to me. That was pre 9-11 it's much much worse now look at these people that are being beaten on airplanes because they don't have a mask on they're being zip tied and thrown onto the floor zip tied by u.s air marshals because they're refusing to wear a mask and poison themselves with carbon dioxide guys it never seems to want to end with these clowns does it it never seems to want to end here's an interesting article here and it says Fauci. <laughs> and Pfizer are pushing three shots. Why biotech CEO advocates for a total of six jabs, six jabs. Let me tell you what this jab thing is going to go to. It's not going to be six. It's going to be 60. And that'll be a good start. It'll be four to six jabs every two to three months, every single year, because your immune system is going to be crapped out and you won't be able to survive anything because of lack of white blood cells without taking these constant jabs, 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 until they basically have their eugenics protocols and their population reduction goals met. It's who they are. By the way, New Zealand prime minister now is actually telling the truth. This Jezebel, she goes, New Zealand, New Zealand prime minister admits there's not going to be an end point to this vaccination program. Did you hear that? Her name is Jacina Ardern. She's candidly revealed that there is not going to be an end point to this vaccination program. And she called on people who got jabbed six months ago to come back for another shot. As we know, it destroys white blood cells. The program of continual vaccination is designed to last a lifetime. It truly never ends. They want their goal of 500 million people on this planet. There's 2,500 Kabbalists, 200,000 Kabbalists, and they each want 2,500 slaves, according to their own writings. That's 500 million people on the planet. They don't care if you're sick as a dog, apparently, or if you're as dumb as a dog because you've taken all these shots and you've destroyed your brain and you've destroyed your immune system and you've destroyed your ability to have critical thinking because of all the mercury they've injected into you and all the other things they've dumped into you. They don't care. It's like George Carlin says, there's a club. It's a big club, and you and I ain't in it. Oh, by the way, I'd like to see your ticket to the deep military underground bases if they release a really strong pathogen or bioweapon. You have one? 
Can I see it? Can you please send me a copy of it? I'll post it on Healthmaster's website, news story. Make sure it's legit that you've got a ticket to the New World Order's party down under. Guys, listen to me. This group hates you. These Kabbalists hate you. And all these people, Fauci, this little troll, God, that guy is ugly. He basically is doing everything he possibly can to fulfill his master's wishes, which is Lucifer. And it's funny to me. It's gotten so bad with the resistance in the United States. Saturday Night Live this past weekend had to do a parody on Fauci and all the resistance and all the people that are standing against the kill shot. But the overall theme, if you watch it and watch it with an open mind and understand what they're doing and and they can't do it to you, they're telling you how stupid the people are who are resisting the shot, how stupid the people are who want to carry guns and defend themselves and how stupid the people are who who don't want to have Fauci in charge. Listen to it. They always put these dumb actors on there. Now, it's funny. I'm going to give them that. Now, some of it's crude. I don't like it. So I'll let your kids watch it. But listen to me. They're realizing now at this point that they've got to go to Saturday Night Live to try to get more and more people to take the kill shot because the people in the United States have awakened. And we've got to realize something, God. Guys, God is still in charge. Prayer still changes things. And if we don't pay attention to what we're doing, we don't continue to pray and stand fervently in the gap for all of these people that are involved in this kill shot program who have their jobs and everything else being taken away, it's going to be a mess. Because you got to remember something. We shall call his name Jesus. He's the Lamb of God. He's the Prince of Peace. He's our counselor. He's our good shepherd. He's our savior, our redeemer, our deliverer, Messiah of the way. He is Lord God Almighty, Lord of all resurrection life king of kings and he is the son of god and he said it is finished i love you guys and i appreciate you and i will talk to you guys tomorrow Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>